What up, Fight Club League Nation and the Fight Club League members? God, about this part. Thanks for joining the Pump Fake Podcast. <laughs> brought to you by the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. I'm Benny P, and joining me as always is the Chicken McNugget filled P. Sweezy. P. Sweezy, say what's up to people. They're not McNuggets, they're just regular nuggets, but I see what you just get there. Yeah, we talked about that later. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Patrick, what the heck are we talking about today? I couldn't see the screen if let you, me tell you didn't turn it towards me at all. Okay, I got and then it. I got what it. I'm gonna tell I'm you. A, no, no, I'm gonna let me just do it right here. Well, it's it wasn't the size; it was the angle. Yeah, let me. You go. know oh, what okay. I mean? There you go. We're gonna get into add any to do lists in the check mark <laughs> box at the top of the doc. Uh, it's in the doc we trust. And right after that, we're going to talk about getting into division play. And the trade deadline and thoughts on that. And Ben really hates whenever I get into the the details on our show doc. We're going to talk about shots, 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 shots. We're keeping the league accountable to what they've said and what they will say in the future. Sure. Based on what they've said in the past. Red fire. Who did that red fire? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to hit it. Bing bong, bing bong. All right. And then we're going to get into. I've got a monologue. Yeah, Turkey Day Dishathon. Turkey Day Dishathon. That is a power ranking, verbal power ranking of our team compared to a side dish for Turkey. Uh, for Turkey Day side dish stuff, you can you can listen to that for fun. That's just me. So you get to hear what side dish you are this year. Mm-hmm. And your you... ranking. And your ranking in the league. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to get into the normal, our Travers and Wades, our Pickums, and see where we're standing after these last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have a quick little parlay talk. Not much because we're already past the Thursday game, so not much to talk about there, but a few things to talk about because we always talk about something and everything. You know uh-huh, what I mean? For sure. And then announcements, big, huge announcement. Stick around to the end. <laughs> no announcements, just shout-outs. We'll talk about it later. Um, we love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's freaking do this thing. Let's get it. So, entering into week 12, my question for you is simple. Are you worried about division play? Division play starts this week. Are you personally worried about your division? Um, yeah, I am. Because if I lose to Kevin this week, he's only... How many games behind me? only like two games behind me i go to eight and four he goes six and six so yeah a little worried of course of course got, I you, got you a little puckered oh yeah all the time if you're not worried what are you doing if you're not puckered what are you doing if you're not puckered you're a sucker then you're a suckered oh that's getting weird um <laughs> who is the best division and who is the worst division this is a good question um Thank you appreciate <laughs> that I guess record-wise, your division is the worst. Over, I mean, the best overall, because you're all kind of close to each other. I was gonna say best overall. I was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Um. Mine might be the worst. Well, as far as record goes. Hold on. Goes. Let me go ahead and get this six for my defense. That's great news. Hey, there you go. Thank you. Um, you needed that. You needed that. Helps. Okay. Yeah. 
what would be the so let's just go ahead tickle the taint honestly great job tickle the taint division so happy so proud of us as a league we've been spat upon and crapped upon for many many a season but for us to be um again arguably the best division this season is an honor just so, by looking at the yeah just a glance again i'm not saying this is outright so well and the points fun. four is what i'm saying the points four also would argue for that because we're you don't have anybody thing. under 1200 we're doing our thing doing our thing so that's great um and being the division leader as of right now is fantastic thanks for asking um didn't ask with that being said who is the worst division yeah i mean it's either it's either affirm the daddy or or beat that ass well that's that that doesn't make sense <laughs> i want just one i want just one i think it's kind of splitting hairs here but we've got the beat that ass division um We've got Patrick, Kevin, Lucas, and the worst team in the league right now, Davis. But then you kind of have a amalgamation amalgamation of crap in mm-hmm. the affirm the daddy division where you have you have Evan S. You've got Scruff who's making quite a run here, and then you've got really really under par Isaac and Tiz. But they're not the worst teams, so it's kind of like do you take two lesser teams and that makes your division overall, or having that absolute sunk ship with Davis Berrios make it the worst league or the worst division in this league. Yeah. Um, I would say that Luke has a good team now. I know. I, Kevin I has a good team now. Yes, I agree. Um, so affirm the daddy. So, I, yeah, I would have to. I would and have I think affirm the daddy you know probably the daddy was, was making the most noise last year. Mm-hmm. And all that to be said is does that mean that Evan S's current standings as the number one team in the league? Pretty close. Again, all the records are tied at eight and three right now between me, yourself, and him. Mm-hmm. But does it make his record standing as the number one in the league completely irrelevant? I wish I could say that. I wish I could agree with that. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm but kidding. the points for always an angle. He's leading always me. an angle at Evan S. How can I? How can I? You know. <laughs> but the points for he is still number one. He is the uh, most points for on on the season. So okay. can't do well, it. There we go. Affirm the daddy. Worst division, but holding the I would say league leader as of right now yep and then uh worst division is beat that beat that a so yeah that's how we uh that's how we feel about the division play um yep we're gonna take a quick break here give me a second trying to handle a grubhub wing situation just give me my wings man happy thanksgiving (sighs) okay another question for you trade deadline thoughts it's over Sad. As a league, we've decided that the end of week 11, um, beginning of week 12, beginning of week 12, you can no longer make any trades. End of week 11, you can make trades. Thank you for the update. We had a thorough, lengthy discussion in the group me, and I wanted to, well, here's what I'll say. Let's just go ahead and get the trade deadline thoughts out now. Do you feel like the trade deadline should be moved back? Do you feel like it is justified by being ending at week 11? Your immediate thoughts. I I think it's fine where it's at. I think it's good that it stops right before division play. I, I kind of like it. I, I, do I, I don't like that there is not... Um, trades happening right now or right. the opportunity to right. trade because I still think about trades all the time yes 
but um, I think it's for a good reason. Man, I wish there was another way around, like getting players from, because now it's just all waiver wire. It's all drops and it's all waiver wire, and it just puts a lot of pressure on the waiver wire, waiver wire management. So, um, yeah, that was my only thought on that one. So I want to move into our shot segment where we're gonna run through a couple of things. You have anything you want to say before we jump into that? No, I hope my wings get here. That's all I'm worried about. He's a hungry boy. Hungry boy. That is a complete pass. I'm telling you, it is. That is a complete pass. Okay, let's get into it. All right, so we're going to get into the shot segment here. Patrick, just a little heads up to you, my man. We've got a long pod to get to. So this is going to be rapid fire. Is that cool with you? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're going to be using the rapid fire button here. I'll have to do. <laughs> um, let's uh, pull it up here. So I've got it. Okay, this is week 10. Week 10. You following? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a while ago. Um, got a couple of screenshots here. Knapsacks, knapsacks. And very first one. Tis guaranteed a win against Cook. Cook immediately emphasized his bet with praising of Alex Tisver's comment, therefore canceling out the guarantee. This is next level fencing. Wow. Honestly, in my day, I've never seen anything like it. So this is how the text reads. Okay. They don't call it a comeback prophecy is still on track. The fantasy gods are good and have their will. I believe last week's loss was the fantasy gods way of testing my will and faith- faithfulness. To show my steadfastness, I guarantee a mother effing win this week by the old gods and the new. Immediate response from Alex Cook. I would like to join forces with the other Alex in this group and guarantee his win this week. (laughs) That's incredible. That is incredible stuff. I'm guaranteeing a win for my team, and then you come along and you're like, hey, I guarantee a win for your team too. Yeah. That's, That's the ultimate fence unbelievable um turns out that because of that amazing fencing job done by alex cook he actually secured himself the victory can't believe it unbelievable stuff week 10 love that uh that that alex interaction that we had there fencing is working fencing is working evan s posted amazing power rankings. Do you have any immediate thoughts or quick thoughts on the power rankings that were presented to us uh, from Evan S? I thought they were amazing. I was laughing all over the toilet. They were great. Uh, my only comment now sure. is that Evan put himself in front of me. Someone said that I should be in front of him, and he wow. said, what do you have to prove that? And I would say a dub against him would be what I would point to. As I mean, evidence. he did not have that as of week 10, though. Right. That means so he's wrong, though. Because it was before well, that means that I his played him. Prediction was wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yes. his prediction was wrong. Yes. I am better okay. than him. Yeah, hundred percent. Got it. Okay, cool. That's my only comment. But everything else was beautifully written, amazingly done, and I loved him, and I want more of him. Cool. I love it. It's good. Ah! Whoop, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Connor is Con- Pacheco is getting bumped up to the starting lineup minutes before kickoff. This will win me this week. He will be the difference. Connor did win over Isaac, and he was kind of right, but he won by like 14 points, and Pacheco only had seven. So not really, but he kind of was right. That makes sense. 
that's all I've got on that one. Last one, week 10, screenshot, Davis beyond Cole Komet belief is unbelievable. 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 He Can't streamed be believed. Him, he streamed him, crushed it. Then he said again, 5.83 points. Stupid start for me uh, uh, or professional level management. You decide. Let me just decide it right here. Professional level management. Oh, really? Can you, oh, yeah. Can you break it down? Yes. Break it down for you real quick. Pull up Davis's team. Okay. Cole Komet, his first initial start, Davis was like, hey, I'm just going to stream this fella, see what happens. 19.7 points. Congratulations. Okay. Then the next week, 5.83 projected. And he says, let me slap him in there for 21.4. Great stuff. I was actually one of the people that did comment on this and said, "That's he's a flash in the pan. It's not going to be a big deal, Cole Komet. But I was wrong. Uh, obviously, last week, he only had five. But, I mean, typical tight ends to have that kind of ceiling and producing a 19-point outing and a 21-point outing, pretty solid. And uh, I wanted to say that that was professional management by the worst team in the league. <laughs> But yes, professional management. Great. Yep. All right. I'm I'm in rapid fire. All right. Moving on to week eleven. I got a refund for my wings. Did you? Yeah. I'm so sorry you're gonna be hungry tonight again. I feel like yeah. you've been hungry the last couple of pods. You know, it's just poor planning, I guess, on my part. Poor management. I tried to order from a place that was open that apparently wasn't open. Thanksgiving Day screwed you a couple times. Those dirty rotten liars. Dirty rotten fast food joints not being open on a holiday. Freaking Grubhub. Grubhub. Thinking that they can order something that's not open to be ordered from. Grubhub, not a sponsor. So Definitely not. If one of us becomes an NFL coach, how would we handle that? Say that again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had another message if, from the group Grubhub chat. If one of us became an NFL coach, uh-huh. how would we handle that? Being an NFL coach? Yep. It says here that Jeff Saturday, that's his name? Yeah, Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Um, He's a winner. Had to step away from his fantasy football team due to him becoming the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm not throwing my hat in the ring. For coaching? That, yeah, that's why I'm yeah. not going for it because this league's too important to me. Honestly. Um, I know they couldn't pay me enough. Not enough. I mean, collectively, as as a league, we make over a million dollars. <laughs> so I'd like to think that there's no contract they could offer me that'd be worth me getting out of this league. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well said. Uh, here's my thought on this, and then we can move on to the next one. I feel like if I am an owner, a coach, if I have investment in a team, that you should be able to place bets, mm-hmm. but they can only be overs. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. If I'm Jeff Saturday, there is nothing wrong with me saying Jonathan Taylor is going to rush for over yards. That is belief in my team. Well, that's belief in. Do you not think though that would push his hand to give Jonathan Taylor more attempts, even whenever potentially that's not the best for their offense? Uh, well, I mean, it is the best for their offense, but maybe. But what if it's not? What if he okay, takes the over yeah. on um, Mo Ali Cox getting and so now he's like use, his like usage rate goes way up. Yeah, so now he's got that. he's getting passes until. Um, yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess just the the betting as a, I don't know, as a head coach. I guess you're right because now you're in the details. You're splitting the hairs. You you make a great point. I just feel like if I believe in my team, I should be able to bet on that. 
Like, mm-hmm. I believe in my guys. Yeah, I well, should okay. be able to take those overs. So I will sense. amend that to say I'm fine with them betting on their own team to win. Right. Maybe not Maybe not your maybe not prop bets props. or anything like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. you just stick with, I would even say lines, but like the the spread. Yeah. We're going to put up points. Sure. Maybe that would make your problem. You're right. Like the difference between you deciding between but, a one point or a two point field but, goal or going for it. Yeah. Or, okay, say that the spread on your team is like 20 points or something, something big, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're beating the other team by 14. Right. And you're down you're you're down in the red zone. There's a minute left in the game. Yeah, you can yeah, nil yeah. it out yeah. and win. Yeah. And then you'd go for a touchdown and then you all, boom, Jonathan Taylor out for season. You're right. Because see, you're, yeah. you're playing you're making more plays. So we just strict it we strictly put it as I bet my team will win. I can do that. I cannot bet that my money team will line. lose. Yeah. I can only bet that they will win. Just the money line. I guess the whole entire point of that is there are incentives on contracts for wins mm-hmm. that I think are like in the neighborhood of like a hundred thousand dollars. Sure. Like I'm pretty sure like most of and I don't I don't know how I know this, but I feel like I've heard it before in conversation, either on a podcast or something, that yeah, like if I am Detroit Lions coach, every win that I get that's hundred grand in my pocket bonus. Mm-hmm. Which is fairly good. Yeah, maybe the equivalent to I take maybe, it. Yeah, maybe the equivalent to let's say betting on your team to win the money line. I'd give ten. I'd give a hundred thousand dollars just for ten nice hot boneless wings right now. Yeah, you're pretty hungry. I can see it. Okay, moving on. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Um, Luke S and Evan S got into some kind of skerfluffle. Oh, not a skerfluffle in again. the group me. Um, oh goodness. I don't know what they were talking about or what they were something about. Like, do you think Saquon's good or is he not good or Daniel? I don't. Jalen Hurts or something. I don't care about what they're talking about. I, okay. uh, I just, the, do you think that the rivalry is brewing between the two? Absolutely. I yeah, don't know what it was about either, but man, the steam coming off of that conversation, I can feel it from over here. Amen. Oh my goodness. That's real good stuff there. Okay, cool. Maybe they, so Hopefully they figured it out. <laughs> I think it was like they needed somebody to come over and help them with their... It was Lucas uh, and Evan S., is that what you said? Lucas, Evan S. We got to get them know. in division next year then. Yeah, I got to get them in division. Something about like... Water leakage, Jalen Hurts, quarterback, Saquon, some kind of plumber. I don't I don't know what it was. Wow. Yeah, it feels like you're making all this up. But, man, the, the heat coming off that conversation, though, is Got to get them in a division for a division. Sure. Yeah, we got to affirm that daddy for both of them. All right. <laughs> Last one here to wrap up our thoughts on the beginning of – Wrap it up our thoughts? Rapid up our thoughts on the trade talks. Collusion afoot. Thoughts on the trade deadline. Thoughts on the de- <laughs> thoughts on the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, the quote from our fearless, uh, our fearful leader, um, Evan S. I can't read this all, but what he put in that group me is Beautiful. worth listening to. Only water leakage during that was out of my eyeball. Amen to that. Um, should we get the commissioner off the case and get Evan S on it as our lead investigator for collusion with trades? That's a great idea. Let's let him look into it. Yeah. Get I would like to report. get Evan S at least looking at it. A third party. I just don't want the commissioner having to work that hard for it. So if we can just get Evan S on it, he's our top guy. I agree. And it's, great. it's just good to have an arm's length on these things. Have a yeah. third party come in You're and right. just really get a good um, report going. So let's get Evan S commissioner off of it and let's get Evan S the detective on it. Yep. All right, we'll work on that moving forward. That wraps up shots. Anything else? Rapid fire, bang, bang.
Okay, let's do this. Let's get into this. I have set up for the boys a monologue. Right now, right now, Patrick is downstairs making chicken nuggets or something. Grubhub didn't work out for him. They gave him a promo code for $5. But long story short, he tried to order through Grubhub. They said that they were open. They weren't. So he's not getting his wings, and it stinks. But to move on, it's time for the Turkey Day side dish thong baby. Let's do it like this. It's time for the Turkey Day side dish thong baby. Yeah. I'm going to kind of run through these, so pay attention. Uh, what this is, before we kind of get into it, this is a power rankings uh, of Turkey Day side dishes. And I have allocated a certain team to each side dish. So I'll try my best to be coherent and clear as I kind of move through these. They won't be too long, but they will put you in your place. So, number 12. Side dish is creamed spinach. Team comparison, Davis B. Here are my comments. Yucko, the side is disgusting and your team is garbage. Right to the trash can. And the person who brought this dish is an embarrassment. No, they are embarrassed. Not just because their dish is terrible, but because they are out of touch with society so bad that they genuinely thought that people might eat it. This is a terrible side dish. It's wrong. This team is awful. They belong in the bottom of the league. League number 12 side dish. Cream spinach. Davis B, that is for you. Number 11, Candied Yams is the side. Isaac Meisner is the team manager. Here are my thoughts. This side is terrible. It's yams. They are nutritious, but are they if they are covered in sugar? No. This team is terrible. The lineup might have you fooled, that, you know, they're good, but if they're covered in terrible fantasy players, then are they really? The answer is no. This team is terrible. That is Team 11, Candied Yams, meant for Isaac Meisner. Side dish, number 10, Cranberry Sauce. This is meant for manager Tisver. Here's my thoughts. You're a pop of red on the table. Therefore, aesthetic. This dish, this dish isn't even important. Don't get crazy. Nobody really likes this dish. It's just required so we don't have to have an overpopulation of cranberries. They look important and they play important, but you're not getting on my plate. You kidding me? You're a decoration. This team was a pop in the season when we thought there was something. But the side dish... Prophecy has been proven incorrect, and they're nothing. Team number 10, Cranberry Sauce, is the side. Alex Tisver, that's for you. <coughs> Moving on to item number 9, side item, glazed carrots. Team manager, Luke S. Here's my thoughts. You're good, but you won't get seconds of it. I like you, but then I don't. I eat you, and you're good, but then you're healthy, so I'm out. Then you pull me back in because you're sweet and have a good texture, but you're not that good, 
so I'm out. I've been in and I've been out of this team all year. This hit or miss side dish of the table and of this league. Number nine, glazed carrots. Mint four, Luke S. Moving on to number eight, side dish, Brussels sprouts. This is meant for manager, Alex Cook. I'm biased because the Brussels sprouts that I eat are covered in sugar, glaze, and bacon. You'll get them once, but no seconds here either. Just one order, please. This team is great once on your plate. They have their moment, and this team had theirs. But just an average side dish at best. Nothing to write home about here. Side dish number eight, Brussels sprouts. Meant for Alex Cook. Number seven, green bean casserole. Meant for Connor F. Here's my thoughts. Officially, I'm going back for seconds of this dish, but only because you're unique. There is no one like you, so the demand for you has shot up. If you're covered in bacon, then you take it to the next level, and this dish has proven that it can do that. A solid side dish and an even, an even decadent, delicious dish on really, really well-prepared games. You're getting seconds of this dish, but if you're already full, you might not include it. Will this team make the playoff plate? I'm not so sure. Let's see if there's seconds this year, this year for Connor F. That was green bean casserole meant for Connor F, number seven. Ow! Moving on to number six. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Yes, six. Creamed corn or corn pudding. Meant for Griffin F. Here's my thoughts. Outstanding side dish. Creamy and hot. It can even surprise you from time to time by being both sweet and savory. You've reserved a place on your plate for this and have been looking forward to now for the last three days. Because you remembered, Granny made this every year. And boy, is it good. Excellent management has put this team on the plate, and we might be reserving a spot for them moving forward in the playoff plate if they finish strong. We're going to be watching this team closely. I'm going to be getting seconds of creamed corn. You best believe that. Number six, creamed corn, meant for Griff F. Moving on. Number five. Wait. Dang it. All right. Number five, sweet potato casserole. Kevin W. Sweet potato casserole is a side dish meant for Kevin W. Number five. Oh, hell yeah. Something sweet to complement all the other items. And when you're all done, those mallows and those chocolate drizzle slash chocolate chips are so good. And I'll have I'll have this with a side of pie later. You best believe it. This dish will be this dish will get your hopped up and ready to attack another plate, but will also leave you in a sugar coma later. You're sleeping regardless, so it's fine and even welcomed. But this team has had sweet, sweet times and have had some sleepy, sleepy times also. Highs and lows with this team, but the highs are really good, and that is why we like them on our plate. Number five, sweet potato casserole, Kevin W. I'm going to keep rolling. Patrick P's back in the building. Yeah. Number four, rolls is the side dish, mint four. Eric J. So you're really getting in here just in the top four. This is the top echelon here. 
Oh, let's get it. Top four, roles. Eric Johnson, here's my thoughts. Required and often desired. A needed side item to complete the plate. Also a great tool for cleaning up other good stuff on the plate. Complimentary in every way. Yes, please. Bring on the rolls. This team went on a roll from week four to week nine, even setting a highest mark for the league with 89.6. They might be rolling the other way if you're not careful, but they are on this plate for sure. 89.6? 189. Sorry, point six. Thank you. That's why you're here. Yeah. Number four, rolls. Eric Johnson. Ow! I'm on a roll. Number three, mac and cheese. Mint four. None other than Benny P. Who brought the mac and cheese? Sick. I'm crushing that crusted cheese-covered hot bed of cheese and noodles. Give me that all day long. Consistent. and can really take it up a notch and surprise you from time to time. People forgot that they would be there. But when you see them on your plate, you're glad that they are there and realize it's better plate when they are in the mix. This team is reminding the league why they belong on your plate, and you like it this way. Number three, mac and cheese, meant for Ben P. Ow! Number two, stuffing, meant for Patrick P. He got number two spot, even though he just beat the league leader. Mm. We'll get to that later. Better the longer it's out. No such thing as fresh stuffing. A required turkey day staple and needed on every plate. Extremely good and makes your turkey better too. Makes your gravy better too. Makes the corn and green bean casserole better too. This team has improved and improved and made their way into the top tier mix and are relevant for any turkey day. Bring on the stuffing. this team is a lock on your plate and in the playoffs for sure that was number two stuffing Patrick P finishing up strong greatest side dish of all time best team in this league number one taters and gravy mashed potatoes whatever you want to call them number one meant for Evan S god it hurts me to say that Mm. what's better than potatoes and gravy the answer is nothing those lumpy taters with oozy hot gravy stirred in and pouring out the side i need to fix myself all in on this side all in on this team they're the league leader and setting the bar for the rest of the league taters and gravy evan s team number one that concludes our what did i call it earlier the I like it, and uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. That is the official power rankings to go through them very, very briefly for everybody who doesn't care about this podcast. Number one, Evan S. Number two, Patrick P. Number three, Ben P. Number four, Eric J. Number five, Kevin W. Number six, Griff F. Number seven, Connor F. Number eight, Alex Cook. Number nine, Luke S. Number 10, Tisver. Number 11, Isaac M. And number 12, Davis B. Thanks for listening. Ow! All right, man. I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Chambers and Wades. We're going to start with the Wades. Knock them out. These are going to be the final ones that we'll ever review. Wow. Until we get into the 
TLDR, TLDR, the TRTVR, the Trade Valuation Report or so whatever. Trade Retention Valuation. Can't wait for it. Honestly, looking forward to it. Shouts out to you, Griff. Boom, boom. Week 10, trades that took place. Ah. Let me make sure I got them all pulled up here. Yep. Week 10, Lucas versus Tiz. We had a Swift, Devontae. Smith and Waddle trade. So Lucas saying about all those players, hot commodity for Cooper, Gabe Davis, and Pierce. Cooper, Gabe Davis, and Pierce. The steal in that draft being Pierce would be the argument. Waddle helps balance that scales out a little bit. Who do you think won this trade? Tiz or Luke? Have we not already talked about this trade? It happened in week 10, so I do not think so. What week is it now? We are going into week 12. Just finished week 11. I swear we talked about this trade. Maybe we have. Do you want to just move on? No, I will talk about it. I don't remember what it was. I think I remember saying something like, I love Damian Pierce. And I was sad to trade him. And I like getting Maybe the best right. player in the trade. Maybe we did talk about it. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Griff and Luke S. Mike Evans, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> for Chris Godwin and Gabe Davis. Did we talk about that one? I don't know, man. I know yeah, longer thinking myself wrong. more than a fly. Um... Here's the thing. Lucas getting Trevor Lawrence and Mike Evans and giving away Godwin and Davis to me, not a big deal. I think we did talk about this because Griff got Gabe Davis back. We've totally talked about this. Totally. Not. Eric J and Kevin W, Zach Ertz for Darren Waller and Juju Smith. Maybe we didn't talk about that one. Schuster? Yep, Juju Smith. Barely know her. And Darren Waller for Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz ended up getting hurt, so we ended up knowing mm-hmm. that Kevin Wallace won this trade. So. Zach Ertz. That is what it is. Week 11 trades. Um, I don't think there was any. Yes, there was. Lucas and Alex Cook. Yep. Deontay Foreman and Justin Fields. Thoughts right. on that? I have a lot of thoughts on this. Oh, you do? Wow, let me sit this up and put my beer up. Okay. I feel so bad for Lucas. Why? Because, I mean, long term, it may be fine. But that trade lost him the week. Against you. It did. Because well, he would have started Jimmy G as his backup yeah. that week without that trade happening. That's and, true. And it's one of those things where, like, you make the right move. You right. know what I mean? And it's like Justin Fields is a great quarterback to have down the stretch as long as he's not hurt now. And Great play for me also. Put yeah. me in a bind and, and also put you in so much pain. Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, it put you in so much pain. It was tough to watch. Great play, but then lost him the week because if he would have just not been able to get that trade done, and then had Jimmy G starting, he would have beat you. I appreciate you bringing this up. I'm glad that you have thoughts on this. I'm going to go ahead and pull up our matchup from last week. Here's the thing. He still had Jimmy G, so it's not like he couldn't have not played him. I understand that he made the but trade. But he made the trade so that he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, he, here's the thing. He made the trade because it's the trade deadline. If they had gone into the game and he not made the trade, then he doesn't have Justin feel or Right, and that's so why I'm saying like long-term. So it's like long-term, you out. get him on your team, yeah. and then you play him later. But when I looked at our matchup, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. It was less than four points, one of those. Right. So he really had wins all over it. Could have been Jimmy G. It could have been Damian Harris instead of uh, Campbell. Uh, yeah, it was close. So he had other options. Um, right. I'm just saying he went extracurricular activity. Yes. Went out there pounding the 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 streets to make this trade. So I guess it's one of these things. Let's fi- let's figure this out. Do you think that he made that trade specifically for our matchup, or do you think he would have done the trade? Well, do you think? All right, 
he accomplished two things with the trade, playing them against, being able to stream them against me for torture, and then also mm-hmm. being able to have him for the remaining of the season. Sure, yeah. Because trade deadline. Right. So for you, which one do you think is a priority? Obviously, him playing him, I guess, leads into that being the reason why he did it. But I guess, I don't know. I feel like you could have found the extracurricular activity for the future of your franchise down the way, down the way, playing for playoffs, implications and everything, but then still finding a Jimmy G start. Yeah, but who's starting Jimmy G over Justin Fields the way he's been scorching the earth? Well, apparently, uh, maybe me, because I'm the one that said in the group me, like, grid stream, Luke asked, and they were like, Justin Fields is not a stream. Right. I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I guess that's Justin who's... Fields is seen to be as, until the offense starts puttering out again, unless it does that, Justin Fields should be an elite fantasy quarterback for yeah. the rest of the season, okay. unless he's hurt. No, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, I mean, everybody wanted Justin Fields. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, nobody's going to start Jamie, Jimmy G over him. <clears throat> so it's just unfortunate because he goes and makes that trade. Right. Feels really good about it because it is a good trade for him and then ends up losing because of it. Because otherwise, Jimmy G's in the starting spot. Now, he may get more wins down the line because he's got Fields on the team. But, yeah, in the short term, it hurts as a manager because I've been there. Yeah. Where you go and do something, you're like trying to make all this stuff happen. Hey, this is a win or loss league. Done. This is a win or loss league. And points four. So, <laughs> points four. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's just tough because that, you know, it's the difference between four and seven and five and six. Hey, man. I appreciate your input on that. You had a lot to give. I'm inputting it, bro. I've had food in my stomach now, and it's not the wings I ordered. Well, still good wing. But I got I got a refund. Still chicken. Got five dollars. Dino nuggies. I pay you five dollars for you to eat your dino nuggets. <clears throat> Somebody paid me five dollars. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's yeah. right. Grubhub gives me a five dollar promo. I told him about it. We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. Cool. Um so that wraps up the trades for the season with a total of twenty four trades for the year. How does that make you feel? I told you that we were on track for outdoing twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. But not not 2018. Not 2018. Maybe it's the other way around. 2019. I still. No, you're right. It was 2019. We have all the fat, all the stats. 2020, and then 2021. This is 2022, and we broke the record from. Can we get an audit on that year that we're supposed to have? How many trades? Oh, dude, 42. There, I just. Can't I looked through it. every single one of them, and I broke them down from every. So single... you did the audit, dude. This and I'm I supposed did, to trust you. I did the audit. Oh yeah, 100. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. I have the big data pulled up for this very reason. Um, here we go. 2019, pulling it up. That's just a lot of trades. Oh, it's a trades. lot of trades. I feel like we have trades. a lot this Here we year. Go. Are you ready? Week one, two trades. Week two, three trades. Week three, two. Week four, five trades. Week five, seven trades. Week six, six trades. Week seven, two. Week eight, seven trades. Week nine, three. Week ten, five trades. And that was before the deadline even got moved back. Wow. So in 10 weeks, we did 42 trades. I mean, it's still just your Google Doc that we're referencing here. So I mean, it's like oh me showing gosh. you. It's like me Don't. showing you an income statement and God, saying, "Yeah, we so made a million dollars this year." This crap. But what I'm sending. All right. Well, this one, everybody, go back. I've got it on verbal stuff. You can put, look it up in sleepers. Okay, go to the previous league. <clears throat> That's funny. Go to a previous league, and you can review and filter trades. And there's 42 of them. So go check it out. Unbelievable, Jackie Robinson. guys. Unfreaking believable. All right. That, that is just the crazy amount of trades. 
Maybe we'll get there again. Maybe we won't. But still, a lot of great I trades think this year. I well, here's here to your thoughts on that. That was a league with Mark N and Luke W. Um, our league was not top tier at that point. Uh, we were still carrying around a lot of trash. Sounds like we still had a healthy league though. Uh, there was also a lot of collusion. <clears throat> that is true. In 2019, so who's Tons. to say? Who's to say? You know, mm-hmm. maybe collusion. There's a point, right? So. <laughs> A healthy league. Try not to go too far with this. A healthy league is yeah. one that trades a lot. Totally but a then lot. there's a point, right? Past health sure. to collusion, where collusion then fosters more trades oh, between gosh. the colluding members. You're right. So, yeah, maybe too many trades is a sign of collusion. Just enough trades is baby bear. That's the healthy league. And then not enough baby bear. freaking papa bear get me out of this league because this league sucks because nobody's going to make a trade with me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're in a happy spot here. I'm glad we brought this up. Yeah, that was the year that Isaac won. One streak freaks. Ah. It's all starting to make sense. Yeah, more trades, the better Isaac does. All right, here's the thing. Let's move on. Uh, we've got waivers to talk about. Should we flag him for collusion and put an asterisk on his championship? Traders! I'm interrupting what you said there so that we can move forward. To be continued. Waiver week 10, nothing major happened. Good. Defenses and stream mm. stuff. Nothing big. So moving on. Defenses? Yeah. Dropping defenses and oh, a lot of defenses. Okay. Um, kickers, of course. Um, week 11. Let's talk about this. The Christian Watson sweepstakes. Yeah. Okay. Um, reason I bring that up is because there was a substantial purchase <clears throat> put on the head. By Evan S. I remember it. Of Evan S. Started my week a little sad. On Christian Watson. 33 primetime dollars to Eric Johnson's 15. He went on to produce for those two weeks 30.7. Holla. No, 30.7 before got all the attention. Right. And then 19.20 that following Thursday against the Titans. Against me. So, big pickup. It seems to have been a profitable one. As of this point, any other thoughts on the Christian Watson sweepstakes? Yeah, I had to watch it, and it was against me, and I did not like it. Not like it. Um, but I ended up getting the win on the head of a Justin Palmer. Justin Palmer. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing the thing you do. Josh Palmer. Uh, <laughs> Justin Tucker. And that, okay. So Christian Watson comes out, gets two touchdowns. Huh? Um, yeah, puts me in a bad place. But, yeah, it did not get him the win that week. But, yeah, I mean, if, if he ends up being the number one for the Packers, actually gets him going, actually becomes an elite player through the rest of the season, he could be a league winner for him. So, he just, you know, he can't have his kicker getting out-dueled by just a, a Sly Cooper over here. So, <laughs> can't have Justin Tucker getting out-dueled. Right. That's what gets him the loss. I agree with that. Uh, there's some perfect bids scattered throughout there, and I'm not going to mention them. So, moving on. Perfect Waiver, bid. Trevor Wire Week 12. We lose some perfect bids. Okay. That's unfortunate. Everybody loves that. It's probably their favorite part of our pod. Unfortunately, we can't please the masses. Uh, <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. we're not here to please the masses. Yeah. Um, Trey Burke's sweepstakes for Week 12. Thoughts on Trey Burke's? I went in on this guy, and I thought 13 was high. I was about to 
perfectly outbid Eric Johnson by $2. So I guess it's not perfect, but then Kamiya Cook comes on with a $24 dunkaroo on me. Doubles, dunkaroo, almost doubles my value for this guy. Um, <clears throat> what do you think? Um, you know Traylon Burks. Yeah, here's the thing. Everybody at this point in the season is trying to find lightning in a bottle. Oh my They're God. just trying to find that lightning that player that is going to Whoa. bring them to the championship game that no one expected being yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you, we're getting to the point of the season where you, why are you hold under your fab? <clears throat> There's only going to be a few players that will pop up between now and playoff time that could be a league changer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you see somebody, see something, say something. Yep. Say something with your fab. So say twenty four dollars with Traylon Burks, and then hope that he starts to really step it up on that Titans offense that's starting to click. The most I was going to go up to is nineteen. Talked myself back down to thirteen. But you're right. With no trades able to, I mean, without being able to do any trades, okay, it does. Like, you got to get your guy. There's no other way. Yeah. Like, literally, as soon as I saw that I lost him, I was like, all right, I'll see if I can go trade for him. Like, no. Can't do that. Not do that. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to get your guys. Uh, Lesson learned by me. I should have put more down. I've got more fab to spend. I could have got him. I don't know. I was just looking for somebody that might be a valuable, uh, a viable resource on a team, honestly. And the Titans are clicking. So. Mm I was I was curious, but that's Traylon Burks. We got a couple other things here. Cam Akers. Um, yeah, Cam Akers. What's the storyline on that? <clears throat> Daryl Henderson was waived. Yes, and pushed, or I guess taken on to somebody else. Jaguars. Um, Jaggers. Yeah. So you, yeah, you're just taking that shot of He's you know maybe play? Cam Akers actually maybe the Rams offense turns it around. Maybe Even Cam Akers. They hate him? Hmm? Even though they hate him, that is the weirdest storyline. It's of like, so weird. Literally, dude. he's going to be cut. He's going to be traded. He must have like and, slept with McVay's wife or something. And then, but then Daryl Henderson gets cut, which I would have never seen. Uh, like that is just weird. Trash, like but... if you would have, if you had taken bets on who is the next Rams RB to get cut back, <laughs> yeah. you know, four weeks ago, right? Cam Akers is one hundred percent who it is. So I don't know what is going on, but now weird. Cam Akers is getting all the touches, and he got Kyron Williams backing him up. So, I don't know. I'm hoping by the end of the year, Kyron Williams is their number one running back, and I'm getting all those touches. Yeah. Because uh, he gets touches he will produce. Yeah. But, yeah, Cam Akers, you know, take a flyer on a guy that could be getting a lot of volume on a, maybe an offense that's not great so far. But it's one of those things. Got to go get him. See what happens. Tiz with a perfect plan. Come on, JP, Ryan. $9. I thought we were doing it. Dumped right on Isaac. You get to do the next one. I thought you said um, we weren't doing it anymore. No, no, I wasn't going to do it for those weeks. I'll do it for week 12. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, yeah, now I'm, I'm going tracking. back and I'm going to do all those. Oh, good. I'm happy again. Um, But, yeah, good pickup there. for He'll probably play for a game or get, at least get some work for the next game. So, Tiz needs him. Uh, Connor with a... Perfect <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Dolphins drop that Rams defense like they're hot. $4. Right on the money on Isaac. Isaac getting the shaft on both of those bids, unfortunately. That poor guy. And then uh, last one here, Davis Berrios picking up. God, all these dollars being Jameson spent on kickers. Williams. Makes me sick. That is a... Perfect Love that. Zero dollars. But a bid nonetheless. Right on the top of Luke, Luke S. I was so... surprised to see zero dollars on that. Yeah, I don't know the story there, but <clears throat> maybe he's good. Maybe, I, I mean, know. high draft value. So yeah, 
But yeah, there's some defenses, there's some kickers. What's your what's your big for kerfluffle over there, man? We spend money on kickers. What's the Gosh, deal? Four dollars on Evan McPherson when nobody else bids. Three dollars on Dicker, hardly nowhere, and nobody else bids. I just, what is going on? Why do we love you kickers so much? It, whenever at any second, at any second, Joey Sly can outkick Justin Tucker. Why does it even matter? Who are you paying for? What are you doing? Doesn't even freaking matter. It's a kicker. Get him up. Get him out. You feel passionately about this. For poor, poor commissioner Evan S could have played Jamal Williams today if a kicker had not been in his way. If Justin Tucker hasn't wasn't done losing Justin to Joey Tucker Sly, has won him enough games that that is obviously short sightedness on your part. But he can't outkick Joey Sly. Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper can. He's a Sly the Cooper. dog. He gets in there, man. Does thing. Can't do it. All right. So what's the point? Could he that? Jamal Williams tutty on his team this week instead of freaking Justin Tucker kicking it from 90 yards That's pregame. Just poor management. That's just poor management. Do you notice – I do have a question for you, okay, kicking-wise. lean back in my beer. <laughs> kicking-wise, have you ever noticed that, like – Why do they say skull? Tiz, can you please – Please tell us I have why, Googled this before. It did not stick in my why, brain. S-K-O-L. Why do the Vikings say skull? All right. Yeah, I have literally Googled it before. It's not stuck in my brain. Okay, have you ever noticed, though, like – they have a stat ready for kicking. At the end of the game, when they're trying to get down to a certain point to kick field goal to tie it or win, yeah. they automatically know, yeah, before the game, this guy was kicking it from 70 yards. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Have oh, you yeah. seen that? They're, they literally have it on their sheet in front of them. They warm up. But they're freaking running and kicking it. It doesn't even matter what they're kicking it from pregame. What do you it's, mean they're running and kicking it? What do you mean? Like freaking Justin Tucker was kicking it from the 20-yard line because he's running and kicking it. It's not like they're freaking snapping. I know that they do have like, they do it where like somebody snaps and they kick it. But then there's like they always talk about here's a here's a clip of him pregame kicking it from the opposite twenty yard line. Who cares about that? You know what I'm saying? No, you're missing me by a mile here. I'm so sorry. Like you mean by like a stand, not a person yes, holding like it? Yes, like it'll literally yeah, set okay, it up and okay. then run and kick it through the uprights. Okay, I see what you're saying. And they're yes. like acting like that is impressive. And I'm is just it like, not yeah, impressive? Is it's it not impressive the same thing? compared to me kicking a ball, but it is not the same thing as kicking a field goal. Why is that? Because he's getting a running start. So you're saying he's no getting snap, more steps no than yes. like, okay, yeah. There's a reason that okay, Justin Tucker's it, yeah. not kicking it from the opposite 20 in the game. So it, it's just funny to me. They're no, always no, like, look, look at these clips of him cooking yeah. it pregame. And it's like, it doesn't freaking to, matter. They're, yeah, they're trying to show you what he can do when the reality is that that's everybody in the league. That's not in-game... Everybody in the ability. NFL, all those bastard pundits, everybody in the Fight Club League that likes kickers are all trying to gas up right, kickers. Don't, don't, but it is not going to stick. Don't come to the Fight Club League for the kickers. <laughs> I will come to their defense. All right, you need to, it's not going to stick, people. Get over it. Get them up. Get them out. You said it yourself. We've talked They're about trash. this. I remember your comments. You said, will this league be a league that does not have kickers? You said, I do not believe it. No, I do not believe it. Because we they love They can't get out of their own way. Because we love them so much. You can't get out of your own way to have a good time. <laughs> you can't get out of your own way to have a good time, guys. Oh, they're required. They're required. No doubt about it. All right. I had my fun. Let's move on. I appreciate your thoughts. That was the... Travers and Wades. Let's move on to the Pickums. Oh! Greatest segment of all time. All right, let's get into it. So, Pickums. Pickums. Here is the story. Yeah. For those of you guys keeping score at home, because I know many of you are. Yeah. 
Many of you are. So we we're gonna cover week ten and week eleven and week twelve. Um, week ten. Okay. I had four correct. Patrick P had two, so I gained two on him there. Lucky. Week eleven. <laughs> week eleven. I got three correct. Patrick P got two, so I gained one on him there. Also lucky. And that makes for a, a difference of plus three for me from the last time we were talking. Uh, or the last time I guess we had checked in on the pod, I was down six. And now the difference mm-hmm. is only three. Okay? Yeah. Going into week 12, we've got our pickums, and we're going to go ahead and discuss those. But I guess I wanted to talk to you about, I guess we'll start with, no, we're just not going to review it. Well, I mean, week 10, some good things happened. Um, I don't know. I beat Kevin. Evan beat Davis. Connor was victorious over Isaac. Patrick, you beat Griff. Luke S. Upset Eric J. I picked Griff. Yep. And uh, and then... Ultimate fencing. Alex Cook, yeah, came out victorious on Tiz with his fencing move. Nothing real notable there. Week 11, I was victorious over Luke S. by a hair. So we can kind of talk about these because these are on the top of our brain. Evan S. beat you, Patrick. How did that feel? What was going through your mind? Evan S. did not beat me. I'm so sorry, Patrick. You beat Evan S. What was on your mind there? Uh, I thought I had lost, and then good old Palmer comes through with the clutch. Yeah, he really did. That was amazing. And and he was like the worst part was I was playing him because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were both trending out, and then they both played, and I was like, man, that's terrible. I uh, here is behind the scenes of the great managing that I did. I almost switched him out for Jarek McKinnon. After I found out both of them were in. Fumbling like then. Yeah, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stick it with Palmer. Maybe he'll still get some touches. Maybe Mike Williams or somebody will go out early, which they did. Wow. But, man, and then he just has that night. I was like, all right. Hmm. I am never going to last second change ever again. No, oh, come on. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. We I'll all f- will. I'll fumble everything. Uh, Tiz beat Connor. So the uh, notion that Connor F – would only lose one more game for the rest of the season. You remember that guarantee? I do. I remember it. Uh, is I guess it's still valid. Is it? Uh, it is still valid as of right now because he was able to beat. Um, Look at Jay Jets eating a well, turkey. Well, week nine, week nine, he lost to Griff. I guess he said from here on out. After that, okay, I'm only gonna lose one more game. So he That's won he week ten. And then he lost week 11, so that's his one loss. And then he's got Alex Cook this week. So so he's just streaking to the championship. Yeah, me and you thought that that matchup was going to be Eric J week 13. So if he can make that upset next week, then he'll still stay on track. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then kind of Kevin W beat Eric J. Uh, Eric J seems to be on the, down, uh, the downtrend. Yeah, rough week last week. Rolling downhill. Kevin W. with a, a nice outing. Yeah, they're eating chicken. They're turkey. Just, no, no. What? Just eating turkey legs, man. Primetime Kirk Cousins. 30, and Jay Jets, 30 Burger. Jay Jets. And Adam Thielen. Just out here eating turkey legs and on top of the world. It's Thanksgiving, man. You eat turkey on Thanksgiving. After just getting smacked by the Cowboys last week. Yeah, that was odd. That was odd. That was, uh, that was something. Yeah. Davis being Griffin. Um, played Griffin. Put Davis in his place. Uh, nothing new there. And then yet again, me and you picked Alex Cook in week 11, and he screwed us again. Uh, always. I mean, he is just 
when I don't pick him, he wins. Yes. When I pick, you him, pick him, he, he loses. 100%. 100%. 100%. So uh, that was week 11 pick him. So that puts us at, again, Patrick is up by three. Um, I believe at the highest point he was up by eight, feeling confident. It is now up to three. How many after, weeks left? After one, two, three, four consecutive weeks of me doming him uh, in the pickums. How many weeks are left, do you say? Yep. 12, 13, and 14. We've got three more. Three weeks. You have to average one win a week just to tell That is taking into consideration sucka. the week that we've already sucka. put on the docket here. <laughs> so uh, going through the lineups here, Eric J versus Ben P. We already have selected ours before the games played today. Uh, I selected myself. Patrick selected Eric. Right now we're at a 50-50% split right now, so we'll see how that goes. What's the matter? What? Nothing. What? I'm with you. Let's do it. Evan S. and Tiz. We both had Evan. Connor F. versus Alex Cook. Again, we did not pick Alex Cook this time, so he'll probably win. Sorry, Connor F. Therefore, nullgating your prophecy of going <laughs> One one loss on the remainder of the week, but yeah, you're gonna nullgate that right now. Nullgate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we both had Connor F, and then Patrick P and Kevin. You had Kevin, I had Patrick P. Ultimate fencing. Ultimate fencing by picking Kevin W to win. Congrats, Kevin W. GG. Putting it out there. Davis B versus Lucas. You had the upset on this one. I did. I had Lucas. You had Davis B. Yeah, David Spee's going to get his third win of the season this week. I love that. Then to finish it out, we had Griff over Isaac. So that's how it is. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's what we're doing. So all that to say is that if I get all of the matchups that we are different on right, then we could close the gap and be even going into week 13. Yeah, no shot, man. You're just getting trashed from here on out. I love that. All right. Um, that'll do it for our pickums. Pickums. That was, I guess, pick and review and pickums. So I'm just going to put that as pickums as whole, the whole entire segment. Let's see if there's anything else that we need to talk about on the uh, on the old docket and get back to it. Cool? Pickums. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Let's do our announcements. Here's the thing. We can't do a parlay Thursday or the Johnny Depp insert because we've already seen the games. We've seen the games. I've already made my bets. You won, won some them. money. Tell them that you won some money. Tell them how much you won. What'd you do? $9 million on a $1 bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just did a little teaser today. Teaser. Just, just a little three-game turkey day teaser. Yep. Had the, uh, the Bills minus two. Barely got there. We stuck it. Man, really, though, Detroit, I was looking up this thing. Uh, it was on ESPN. It was just like some stat bet stuff. Stat bet. Um, some gambling stats. Gambling and it's stats. just spent a whole entire like section talking about it. And, and it was that Detroit, on every road game, has covered their line. Every single one this season. Wow. I think four of them, or maybe five of them. On every what game? Every road game that they're like on. But they're a home game. Today. Maybe every home game that they're on, okay. they cover. They did it. No matter who it was. They covered big time. But I had them tease down seven points. So Tease them. So I had the Bills tease down to negative two, okay. minus two. I had the Giants teased up to plus 17. And I had the Vikings teased up to plus four and a half. And they won. So teaser, teaser, chicken dinner. Um, That's good, actually. Won about 70 bucks. 70 bucks. 70 bucks on Turkey Day teaser. 
Dirty Yeehaw. Dirty Diesel. You want to try that? You want to say it in baby voice? Perfect. Yeah. Um, so that'll that'll do it for our, our bets. But any announcements? Any announcements? Any emails? Anything that we need to discuss? Talk Have we about? gotten any emails from the the hotline that we need to discuss? Uh, drum roll, please. Let me see if I can. Nope, not a one. <laughs> no, nobody from Saskatchewan. No, I'm not mad at Keeley. <laughs> uh, and I'm not. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at you know anybody listening over there. And I think I gave Keely pause to message because I guess I said something on a pod of like, don't don't message don't him, do Keely. This. Don't, don't feel like do doing it. it. Don't feel like. Don't so the over under was set at one and a half. Uh, I guess theoretically, I did get like over the course of the last two weeks, people from the league, uh, sure. like three people, yeah, sent an email. Yeah. But anybody outside of the league, we got zero. Yeah. I think Evan used that email strain to send his yes his power rankings on. Was, I think it was just questionable se- at best. Too separate from that, but yeah, questionable at best. But yeah. um, he got it through. But yeah, I mean, we've got people. We've got uh, Pump Fake Morota Media Conglomerate Incorporated Industries Incorporated support team on standby to talk you off the ledge, Eric J. If you continue to spiral, yeah, just burning money over here paying Evan S. Evan S. If you start to spiral. I mean, if your kicker cannot be your champion anymore, what if, do you have? Uh, you know, if 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 lead stallions hurt, if we're here Patrick for you. Continues to lose the pickums. Lucas lost by a hair. You know, we're here for you. Um, yeah, if Patrick continues to lose in the pickums, we're here for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's really it. Really, congratulations on what on getting to it. Getting to what? Getting it all done. So that'll do our announcements. Um, do you think we're going to be able to do a pod next week? You think? What is next week? Christmas? <laughs> um, no. Nor Lee thought so. <laughs> she thought tomorrow was Christmas. Because <laughs> we had the Christmas tree up when she got home. I love that. Yeah. Um, this um, hair is Let's rough. get this pod going next week. Let's get it in here. Let's get it done. What do you What do you mean by that? Let's do it. I would love to do a podcast next week. Okay. I'll look into that, see if we can get it done. Okay, great. Um, to all of our listeners, shouts outs. Shouts out Keely Bing, Die Hard, from the beginning. Um, yeah, no doubt. Do you have anybody at work that continues to listen, or do they give it that one no, shot that I one day? I think they're all out. That's good for you, because if they really start digging, yeah, there could be bad. some questions raised. It would have been bad. Yep. So, no shouts out for me. Yeah. Um Man, we're really getting to the nitty gritty here, though. Yeah. With these divisional playoffs, or with these divisional matchups, we're really going to see what the playoffs look like. And I've got some exciting, some exciting podcast ideas. Yeah, it's the witching hour for a lot of these teams. Oh, Scott, where wins become losses and losses become wins. Scott Hanson, you dog, you dirty dog, Scott Hanson, dirty Dan, dirty Scott. (laughs) Uh, All right. Love you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Happy Cyber Monday. Everybody shop safely, and we will see you back next week, hopefully on Wednesday. Peace. Bye. The Fight Club is you do not talk about